Welcome to a brand new edition of Yuan's. I'm Omar Moore. Leeds 3, Watford 0. Leeds control and dominate Watford at Elland Road. Yes, indeed, dear listener. That is all you need to know about that game. That is all you need to know. This will be a very short edition of Yuan's. And that is all you need to know. On this brand new edition of Greetings, Watford fans, wherever you may be across the world listening to this. Welcome to a brand new edition of You Owns. Omar Moore here once again, hoping that you are well and feeling well and all is working in your favor. If not, I hope it does. And I hope that it is not as bad, or at least uh, I hope it's not worse either than what we saw on Saturday at Elland Road. I'll get straight to it now. Watford just were not at the races against Leeds United, who thoroughly deserved their 3-0 victory. Now, look, a lot of Watford fans, including yours truly, did not get to see the first 58 minutes or so of this game, owing to some technical difficulties that apparently involved the EFL. And so it meant that despite paying money to see Hive Live, you didn't see anything for nearly a full hour. You missed the whole first half and almost 15 minutes of the second half before you finally got to see a picture and hear some sound from many of the paying customers who do look at Hive Live or listen to it. And so Watford blame it on the EFL, said the EFL are at fault. And if they are fine, if they're not fine, the point is I don't care who's at fault. Watford Football Club charges customers to watch or listen to the feed of the Watford match that is being played at any given time. And granted, Watford pay a license fee to the EFL in order to stream the live match on the Watford platform on Hive Live. And of course, Watford in turn pass on that cost to its fans. And so whether EFL are at fault or not, the fact of the matter is, is that Watford fans need a refund or at the very least a partial refund for the 58 minutes that were missed, certainly via video and the many minutes that were missed via audio. So that is something that needs to be done. I know that, um, well, we'll just see what happens with this. This is not the first time that we've had issues with Hive Live. This season had been remarkably good, ironically. And for me, this is the first time this season where Hive Live has not been up to snuff. It kind of throws me back to last season and other seasons prior where Hive Live would not be properly doing what it's supposed to do. We've had many of those incidents last season and obviously this one was not good. So unfortunately, I can't tell you very much at all. I can't tell you anything 
about what my impressions were of the Watford first half against Leeds because they didn't see it. I can't even tell you what my impressions were of the first 13 or so minutes of the second half because they didn't see those. I can tell you that Daniel Batman was in goal for Watford. I can tell you that Jamal Lewis came in for his first Watford start of the season as he started at left back in place of James Morris, who sat on the bench and did not get to play this game. I can also tell you that Ryan Andrews deputized for Jeremy Ngakia at right back in his start there. And I can tell you that pretty much everything after that was unchanged from Wednesday's 2-2 draw against West Brom. I can't tell you anything about the first half, but I know that some Watford fans that I was in contact with who did actually watch the first half of the game told me that Leeds were absolutely battering Watford. And if it weren't for Daniel Backman, the game could have been at least 3-0 at half time. So if you go by what a Watford fan has said to me, at least one or two Watford fans said to me, then the scoreline at the end of this game was thoroughly justified. I heard when the feed was able to come back on in the second half, the video feed, I heard John Marks, the Watford commentator on Hive Live, saying that at the time it was 2-0, at the time that the 2-0 scoreline that Leeds enjoyed was not a fair reflection of the dominance that Leeds had throughout the game up to that point. So really, all you need to know is just listen to the things I've just said that Watford fans or Watford commentators on the game had actually said and they'd been there watching the entire half previous to the second half. So obviously a not good day for Watford. They did not equip themselves well. And when I got to see the game in the second half and I want to fill out the rest of the starting lineup, Alter. Of course, a loser. Kone had another start. And then you had the other players at the front line, Martins, Radjevic, and Tom Ince. And of course, in the central defensive pairing, you had Hutt and Porteous. So that pretty much gives you an idea of what was going on out there in the game in terms of the way that the team lined up. But the bottom line is that in the second half, Watford gave up some really silly set pieces and in the space of four minutes, around the 67th minute, 68th minute, the dam was breached by West, excuse me, by Leeds, who got a goal off a tap-in and made it 1-0. And then within four minutes, literally in the space of four minutes, three and a half minutes, Leeds would double their lead and offer a set piece, was not defended well by Watford, and that was 2-0 leads, and the game was over there. Although, in the 80th minute or thereabouts, Bakunbaya had an extraordinary chance, and he ended up playing in a two up front as Val switched the formation either to 4-4-2 or 3-5-2. And the bottom line is, is that Bio was still trying to find the goal, but he had a, excuse me, he's trying to find the goal, but he had a spectacular opportunity to pull one back for Watford around the 80th minute or so, just before then. But his shot, which he couldn't quite get out of his feet, was dragged wide just by about maybe five feet or less of the um, right-hand post. And so that was a very, very 
tough one for Watford to take as Vakun Bayo squandered an opportunity to pull Watford back. I think he should have scored. We know that Bayo has missed a number of sitters this season, but he again works con- really hard, very industrious, continuously works for the benefit of the team. But unfortunately, he's just not finding the back of the net. He's not scored in the championship since the beginning of the season. That was against Queen's Park Rangers. And uh, the, the bottom line is, is that Vakun Bayo shows promise, but again, he works hard. But unfortunately, in a moment where Watford needed something, needed something, they did not get it from Bayo. Radjevic, for that matter, wasn't really a, a big participant either in this one. And really, if you look back at the second half that I saw for the most of it, and I saw about 40 minutes of this game, 35 minutes of the game, including the injury time, I think the only person that stood out for Watford for me in that second half, of the 35 minutes of it that I saw, was Daniel Backman in goal, the captain. For the third game running, he made some very impressive saves. I had heard that he had made some really good saves in the first half. And so Daniel Backman, for me, if you want to give any kind of man of the match in a defeat, it would have to be Daniel Backman who really saved the game from going out of hand. Um, So, look, you know, you give him some credit for what he did to keep Watford in this contest. Watford just did not get their intensity up in this game when I saw it, at least in the second half. Defensively, their intensity was flat. They did not defend well in open spaces. For the third Leeds goal, Leeds were able to saunter through Watford's midfield. And it was really quite crude in the which in the way in which Leeds were able to just do this with impunity and do it very easily, which was really a lament for me. I just was very stunned that there was no resistance at all to what Leeds were doing for that third goal, that build-up. No tackles put in at all. These players were able to wander and roam, roam free through the Watford midfield as if it were like a giant playground and which it really was in the end. But Leeds ended up getting a third goal. Uh, One of their players went in one-on-one after uh, another player for Leeds had run through the midfield. No tackles put on these players at all when they were running through. Not one, not one. And as a result, you had a one-on-one situation that was calmly and coolly slotted home past Daniel Batman and um, to the left-hand post. And that was the end of the game, 3-0. And that was a big turning point because Watford, as I said, just a few minutes before that had missed through Bio and then Leeds just added to their lead to make it 3-0. Had Bio scored there, it would have been 2-1 and it would have been all hands on deck in a final finish, a photo finish. And Watford would have had a chance to try to get an equalizer, but that didn't happen. And so really with the the end of that opportunity missed for Watford, really, I think Watford just resigned themselves to defeat. And you could just tell the body language was not positive. And I think this season, this game was the first time we really saw a, a Watford that didn't bring any real intensity to this game at all. Now, I didn't see the first half, but the second half, they didn't bring the intensity that you need against the lead side who hadn't won at Elland Road this season in the championship. They hadn't won at home this season in the championship. So Leeds were licking their lips to win this game. Daniel Farker, who is the manager of Leeds, um, has had a horrible record against Watford when Falker was the manager of Norwich City. He, I don't think he won any games 
against Watford. I think he lost nearly every single last one of them. And so, you know, the bottom line is, is that Daniel Farker was looking to circle this match on the fixture list because he knows that Watford pretty much always beat the team that he manages, except for today. Daniel Farker finally got a win under his belt against Watford as Leeds, who beat Watford in the fixture at Ellen Road back in 2021 when both were in the Premier League. It was a 1-0 scoreline for Leeds. Um, Leeds finally get that first win of the season at home in the championship and they dust off Watford pretty easily. I don't think there was much really to go on here. I think for Watford now, after a performance that was not up to snuff and not intense enough defensively, not intense enough in any area of the pitch, this is the kind of game you've got to throw out. Look at the film. Got to look at the film. Got to look at where you went wrong, the mistakes that were made. Look at the cohesion or lack thereof and look at what your role is on the pitch when play is being effectuated, whether in or out of possession. Once these players, these Watford players, look at that, I'm sure they will uh, be a lot more fundamentally sound. But um, they were off in all departments, at least when I watched the game, for the bulk of the second half. And they were a distant second best to Leeds, who really should have scored more goals in this game. No question about it. Daniel Batman, I think, definitely saved the bacon of Watford in this game. Other than that, there was no other Watford player that was really, really in a position to stand out. So the bottom line is, is Leeds get the win. Watford just did not look up to it in that second half at all. From what I'm hearing, a lot of other Watford fans would say that was true of the first half as well. In fact, Leeds put a ball in the back of the net, but it was ruled out for offside. And so, look, the bottom line is, is that I don't think any Watford fan at all can complain about the scoreline. Of course, we want the scoreline to be a lot different and favoring Watford. But once you've seen this game, you can't complain about the scoreline because Leeds deserved the win. It's just no other way around that. Um, they just were at it. They just had the intensity. Watford didn't match that or supersede that intensity. And there you go. And that's where the game is lost. So got to throw that one out, look at the film and then move on to next Saturday against Middlesbrough at the Vic. That game is one we'll be watching. Middlesbrough picked up their first win of the championship season just today when they defeated Southampton by a score of two goals to one. Middlesbrough had previously been without a win this season in the championship. But uh, obviously they um, are going to be looking to do better and string together some wins. They visit the Vic next. That is coming up uh, on Saturday, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Watford against Middlesbrough. And as the week progresses, I will preview, of course, that particular game and who might be available for Watford Football Club in the men's first team. There isn't really much else to say about the game other than what I've already said. It's a very perfunctory and very... Uh, pro forma win for Leeds and they deserved it. No complaints there. I don't mind Watford losing games, but it's just the manner in which they lose them. And if you don't lay a glove on the opposition, which is exactly how Watford behaved today, if you don't lay a glove on the opposition, you cannot expect to get the plaudits when your team's losing. You can't get plaudits in a loss. And so that really is the lesson here. Watford just did not bring the requisite intensity to this game. 
Thank you very much indeed for being here on this abbreviated edition of You Wars. Really not much to say about this game other than, as once again, what I've said about it. Don't forget to subscribe to the Yuan's WFC YouTube channel. Please do that now. You can find that channel at the following web address, youtube.com forward slash at sign Y-O-U-O-R-N-S-W-F-C. That's youtube.com forward slash at sign Yuan's. WFC. That is the web address. You will find the Yuan's WFC YouTube channel. And please subscribe. Please like the videos as well. That would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Again, the final score at Elland Road is Leeds 3, Watford 0. Watford will be looking to bounce back. Their three game unbeaten streak comes to an end. Also, by the way, if you want to follow on Twitter, please follow on Twitter or X, I guess it's called now. Follow Yuan's WFC on Twitter and follow Yuan's WFC on Instagram. Please do that as well. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast that you're listening to as well. Pass it around to fellow Watford fans and beyond. It has been good to talk to you, Watford fan out there. I do hope that you have a good rest of your week. Be well and be safe. And let's get ready then for next Saturday against Middlesbrough. I guess it's Saturday against Middlesbrough at Vicarage Road. Watford looking to bounce back after the 3-0 defeat against against Leeds rather at Elland Road. So that is all for now. Do take care of yourselves. Be well. Omar here. And until next time.